The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hey there! We're back with another episode of Ask the Landlord with our favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City, Pittsburgh, Lafayette, Louisiana, and Washington, D.C. renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. And if you have a question for Albert, leave us a voicemail on the Ask the Landlord hotline. That number is 646-580-3015. And this week, Albert, we got our first voicemail. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. This week, our question comes from Jim in Greenpoint on the Ask the Landlord hotline. Yeah, hi. This is Jim in Greenpoint. Um, love the show, Albert. Uh, I have a friend who's a landlord. I'm not one, but I have a question from his perspective and your perspective as a landlord. Uh, squatters, what do you do with them? And what are the steps you have to take when there's someone in the building who won't leave? I had a buddy of mine had to deal with it. How would you do it, and what are the protocols, I guess? Thanks for informing all of us tenants about what you do, and appreciate the show. Well, thank you, Jim, and that's a great, great question. Um, like like many of the questions and topics we deal with, you know, it's important to define what's going on, uh, how these things happen, et cetera. So I have experience with this. And I imagine other people do as well. Um, so, and I'm not an expert in uh, landlord-tenant law, you know, although I'm uh, uh, obviously very familiar with having dealt with it over the years. So, let's just paint the picture, a uh, hypothetical picture first, and I think we'll, it'll help us sort of understand. So, basically, let's say that you're a landlord or tenant, whatever, and you know, you have a unit in your building that is vacant, right? And then someone moves into that unit or tries to take possession of that unit, right? So, Melissa, like mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. that's the question, right? I yeah. I or think so. you know, obviously, there's different parts of it. If if someone is supposed to leave and doesn't leave, that's a different question for a minute, right. which we'll come oh. back to. We'll come back to after. So define define yeah, squatting. So squatting is someone. So so I don't I don't have I, I I mean we can look it up, but a squatter, from the way I understand it, is someone who's not supposed to be living somewhere. Someone who's not supposed to be living somewhere and lives there, right? right. So now you say, well, so the the way the context in which I understand that is, well, let's say I have a vacant apartment and someone moved into it mm-hmm. or is living there without paying, you know, an un, un, unauthorized, an unauthorized occupant. Okay. Mm-hmm. So very difficult question, obviously to deal with. So on the, in the first part, right. You, you have to realize that let's say you have a house and you're a landlord that's vacant and someone breaks into it and starts living there. You know, that's happened. Oh that happens to people, oh right? So, so first of all, you know, 
you have to make sure that that doesn't happen because there are desperate people out there that need housing and they're looking for whatever way they can survive, you know? Um, and sometimes that necessitates people breaking into vacant buildings that shouldn't have people in them or places that shouldn't have people, whatever. So, and that, you know, is up, is not, it's breaking and entering, right? Like someone, someone shouldn't be living in a place they're not supposed to be. You shouldn't be taking space that you're not supposed to have uh, that belongs to someone else. Of course. So I, I understand in New York and other places from my experience that obviously if that happens, it's important to deal with it right away because then the 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 law the authorities can get involved right away now the reason why i'm saying right away is cuz i think the timing does matter okay cuz once you cross a certain number of days and this is you know i know as i'm saying it i'm i'm about to say it it's scary is once the person who's squatting goes past a certain number of days, they're considered like an occupant of the property. Even if they trespassed, broke in, and they're there illegally? That's the rule? Is that nationwide? Do you know? You know, I, I don't know. Um, okay. I don't know. But what I know is that what I've heard and experienced is that if someone does that for more than 30 days, mm-hmm. uh Squatters' rights, New York City. Let's just look. I'm I've in. seen I've seen this on Airbnbs where people will have someone staying in their Airbnb and they just won't leave, and then they will stay thirty days, and then that I think can translate into squatters' rights, right. which is crazy. That's like right. that's a wild that's thing. Right. So squatters in the state of New York have rights, albeit not the same rights as tenants who have acquired an appropriate an apartment or home legally. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm reading this New York squatters' law allows homeless people and anyone else who attempts to establish residence on someone else's property limited rights that will help them avoid a trespassing charge. In addition, squatters help their case to remain on the property, maintain it while they are living there. Squatters can also avoid a trespassing charge if they can provide that they inhabited the property due to an emergency. Mm. Does it squatters, define the emergency? Squatters, squatters are are more than people who live in a property without their owner's permission. Squatting can also happen accidentally. Possible scenarios in which a person can be deemed a squatter. This is good. Include breaking into an abandoned house or foreclosure and living there. We discussed that. Remaining in a house or apartment after the lease has expired or after you've been evicted. And making someone else's place your own by illegal encroachment. Some people equate trespassing to squatting. This is not the case, although both can be illegal. In the state of New York, anyone who lives on a property for 30 days or more becomes a legal tenant. Like without paying. Therefore, (laughs) eviction becomes critical prior to the 30-day period. What often happens is that squatters and trespassers can falsely claim a right to reside on a property. There, They forge documents to make it appear as if they're legal tenants to the mm-hmm. property and buy some time so that they could take full advantage of squatters' rights in New York City. So 
Obviously, New York, New York City eviction is fairly complicated, it says, and lengthy, so you'll want to avoid it if at all possible. If you're inexperienced in real estate, work with a property manager, professional real estate agent to evict the squatter. A 10-day notice, you can send this notice to someone who lived on the property for less than 30 days. In the notice, you'll need to notify the squatter they have 10 days to vacate the property, along with the reason they must do so. If a squatter does not leave the property after 10 days, you can file suit against them. A 14-day notice, there's a 14-day notice it's, that's required, is considered the notice period for evicting someone. In this notice, you inform the tenant they should pay the entire amount of rental due or quit the property in 14 days. And this usually works when a person is an old tenant living in a property after the termination of a lease. In such situation, you can charge them rent after the notice expires. You'll send this notice, the 30-day squatter's notice. You'll send this notice when the squatter has been living in the property for more than 30 days and now considered a legal tenant of the property. So can you go over the steps? Like I understand you. it's saying after you have 10 days, but then when do you get law enforcement? Like are police right involved? Right away. So right away, the landlord would call the police or whatever enforced law enforcement and they would physically go to that property. Is that how it would play out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's unbelievable. It's an unfortunate situation that landlords have to deal with and that people are, you know, doing this. You use the police right. or the court system. The court system. And are police responsive to this? Do you know what I mean yeah, by that? So what I've found, mm-hmm. and I've had this, you know, mm-hmm. the 30-day thing is really is really a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's important to, from a property manager slash owner perspective, you have to visit the properties more often than 30 days so that you're, and also make sure that you don't have squatters, you know, because this, the 30 day thing is, is really a problem. It's a real problem, you know? Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, squatters. So pol- when you, what happens when you call the police is the police will see right away if someone broke into the property. Right. Mm-hmm. And they'll usually be helpful as a second line of defense in, in the first line of defense is obviously keeping the place boarded up and that if you have someone that broke in, you know, you should call right away, you know, so the police, then when the police show up, you know, let's say the squatter doesn't have any paperwork and clearly broke into the property. The police should do something to remove or arrest the person. Right. However, however, with the squatter, if they just squatter produces a lease or some argument that's coherent, mm-hmm. what are the police going to do? Right. How do they know? How do they know? Right. Who's right? So that's where, you know, you're a police officer. Someone produces a document. You don't know anything. You know, you're not, you're not the judge in the jury mm-hmm. in this situation, you know? So, so you're leaving it to the police officer who's an enforcement person to make a judgment. It's not, it's not their purview mm-hmm. so so i so then what happens right so then you know obviously then it becomes like a uh they'll the what happens then the police kick it to you know back to the court where you have to get legal representation to handle that or which i can imagine court. will take longer than you know those 10 days and could stretch to that 30 day limit which is scary absolutely absolutely yeah. so Really, 
scary. Like scary in a way that that's why you have to secure your property. Secure property, house sell. You know, we talked in the past about like like let's say we talked to Peston about you know, and I remember there were commercials when we were kids like don't play around construction sites, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you know you have a construction site and you know you have people coming in at night or whatever, or and and living there or you know doing whatever they have to do to live there temporarily, and it's dangerous. Like it's dangerous because it's not made for people to be hanging out, you know, in a construction site for whatever reason, and. Or the building is not ready for human habitation, right? For whatever reason, like it's an office building. Someone could squat in an office building, right? Also, or a warehouse. And you're like, that's not safe. I mean, you have to make sure that people that you're doing as a landlord, property owner, you're securing the property so that you're keeping it safe so people don't go into a dangerous situation, right? And now you obviously have desperate people that need to just survive and they'll do whatever they have to do to survive. And, and it's like, I get that. And, you know, if you make it easy, people may take advantage of that. Uh, but you have to show that you're going to do something about that. And, you know, having law enforcement uh, available, uh, having the place secured, responding to it right away, um, having the person removed if they're trespassing, is really is really important but but then once the if a person's sophisticated to establish what's trespassing um is uh once you get you know then then you're gonna have to move to court with this person you know it's and it's really uh both criminal and civil it's really uh really complicated and and it's a great question um that jim brought up and uh, i hope what we highlighted today works that 30-day rule super important the Keeping an eye on your property for that reason and securing it, super important. Um, keeping it safe uh, for you, for your people and other people is very important. Um, you know, the other thing is, look, you know, you're dealing with people that are desperate and just throwing a person back out on the street is also hard. So I think that you know, it, it's an emergency if that happens, right? Someone's coming and staying there. So, you know, uh, being thoughtful about where the person's going to go, where you're going to send them to is also important. Like, so I think being most effective in getting rid of a squatter or a person that trespasses on your property and they're not interchangeable is to, you know, have some suggestions or places that the person can go, mm-hmm, you know, be at a shelter yeah. nearby or some temporary emergency housing or whatever it is. You're also you if you have that ready for the police, that would be something to be aware of also. Mm-hmm. And you know, confronting people is dangerous, you know. And you, you shouldn't do this by yourself. You know, right, I think people Yeah, I mean, you know, you're you're in your place you know, maybe, you know, you, we've seen this on television, like, like you're going to be on vacation and then someone moves into your house and it's like, is that, that's crazy. I mean, it happens, you know, it, it happens. So you're like, that's, and, and what, you're going to come home and what if the person, you know, wants to protect and has a gun or whatever? I'm like, uh, you know, scary. So what are you doing about that? So you really got to think that through. Um, um, 
and I think thinking about and and being prepared in a way that you're going to deal with this by getting professional help, by getting law enforcement involved, by seeking guidance from people that uh, can help these people as well is so important to, to go and be having your toolbox in a way to uh, help deal with the situation. So um, I hope that was helpful. Um, that you know the what I read online just now to you corroborates some of the experience that I have. Uh, mm. I've had such situations where people moved into my properties and stayed there, demanded demanded that they be able to stay. And then I actually had to make a deal with them to evict them, buy them out because I, because it was expedient to get rid of them. It Mm -hmm. wasn't, it wasn't necessarily the, like in one way you say someone moved into my property and was living there for a year. It happened in COVID a lot, but someone was living to my property and I, I didn't, and you know, and then, and they weren't paying rent, but you know, then they said, no, no, I, I can stay here. And they were right. Wow. So I actually had to time- make a deal to evict them. Like, not a deal. I what I what I ended up doing was offering them money to leave. It's like a severance package. <laughs> it, it 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 is. That's wow. I'm sure you have tons more stories about this, but I think Jim, I hope we answered your question. I think that was a really informative question topic we haven't really discussed on Ask the Landlord. Great so question. thank you. Sensitive. Yeah. Great question. Really, really hard. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Albert. And if you have a question for Albert like Jim, leave us a voicemail on the Ask the Landlord hotline. That number is 646-580-3015. You can ask any question you want. Thanks, Albert. Thank you. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at Ask the Landlord and check out his TikTok at Ask the Landlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.